Hello guys, and welcome to the Anxiety Blender by Tinglestorm, a safe place where we inspire and uplift each other, talking about mental health, self-help, and motivation. Today, we're talking about a Halloween story time, precisely Halloween 2016. And trust me, nobody knows what I did on Halloween 2016, except for the person I was with. The person I was with wasn't supposed to be with me at Halloween, and it's a crazy story. I was debating a lot uh, whether to upload it or not because, you know, it exposes me to a lot of judgment. I made so many mistakes. I hate myself for the many mistakes I made and this is probably one of the worst. Uh, but I think that part of my self-help and self-development process is actually to embrace these mistakes, face them, share them with you so you know that you're not alone, you're not the only one that makes stupid mistakes and eventually make peace with myself, that would be awesome, I don't know if I will ever be able to make peace with myself for this. You might be asking why you're sharing this story in a mental health based podcast. Um, I'm sharing it because I think that my mental health actually pushed me to be in that situation because I constantly have this identity problem, I constantly have this lack of attention from others. I, I always fear and feel that I'm not receiving the right attentions. So actually, uh, this is why I am sharing it. This, this brought me to that Halloween 2016. I lied to so many people. You have no idea, but here we are sharing the story. So Halloween 2016, I was single. I had this crush on uh, my co-worker and uh, he had a family okay he had a girlfriend he he was in a long-term stable relationship with this girlfriend they already had one son and the other one was up up to come so you know it was ding 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 quite a lot and so yeah, what happens is that we we already had a couple moments, but I knew I couldn't destroy his family. Even though I knew I wasn't the first one, he was cheating his girlfriend. I didn't want to allow my feelings to damage that relationship. I knew I was doing something wrong, but at the same time, I couldn't just stop loving him. I couldn't... I, I wish I could. I kept telling myself that I needed to stop being addicted to him. But I was so totally overwhelmed by him. It was a shape of love that I probably never felt before. And I... I don't know if I'll ever feel again because actually, yes, I do love my boyfriend now. But that shape of love and infatuation I had was something like a teenage crush, but with the freedom of an adult. And it was, it was the worst 
combo ever. Even the sound of his voice made me have goosebumps in my spine, you know, I was so in love with him. The way I looked at him, I think it was so ridiculous from the outside and I was trying my best not to make people find out what was going on, but I think it was almost impossible because, I mean, I was completely, completely living for this person. And yes, this is absolutely part of my disorder. You you just get obsessed by somebody, I guess. And that that level of obsession never has never been so high, so so toxic, I guess. And so I couldn't think wisely i couldn't think lucidly and that's why whenever he told me hey let's meet i couldn't say no but yeah whatever halloween 2016 so i wanted to go to a halloween party there is a very a very famous halloween party here not really close to where i live it's like one hour 30 drive to that place but everybody dresses up it's a club so you dance and yes I I really wanted to do that I really wanted to go there because I wanted to you know get distracted not overthink so I asked this friend of mine we were actually co-workers and friends I asked her how about going to this party and she was like yeah why not let's do this so uh, the day before going to this party, I went shopping, searching for the perfect dress up. I wanted to dress like a Chola girl. So I bought some big hoops and all the outfit, the makeup, everything. Then I went to work and I asked this friend and co-worker of mine, so are we going tomorrow? And she was like, where are we supposed to go? And I was like, you, do you remember the Halloween party we talked about? Oh, yeah. She was like, oh, yeah. She wasn't really looking very enthusiastic. And so I was like, wow, you told me we were going and now you pretend you forgot. Mm, I was already mad at her for this because I planned everything, I went shopping because she said we were going and then she suddenly acts like she forgot or she actually forgets, she actually forgot, I don't know, but I was like kind of furious for that because if you say one thing, it has to be that thing. When you're borderline, one word is that word. If you go back and retreat that word, then I'm going to be mad at you for the upcoming 10 years, you know. And so, yeah, I was kind of mm, annoyed. Then I started my shift and there was this guy. We were sharing the shift together and talking. He, I think I asked him what he was doing for Halloween and he said uh, he wasn't doing much. He was actually doing nothing because his girlfriend was sleeping at her parents' house. So basically he was home alone and i was like hey uh why don't we do something together then and he was like yes that would be great so i was like so excited after i finished working i texted my friend and i was like 
mm, listen, I have a headache. I don't think we should go to that party tomorrow. And then I started uh, talking to this guy, telling him, hey, listen, do you want me to bring alcohol? When do you finish working? Where do we meet? What do we do? Blah, blah, blah. And we planned everything. So... Um, in the meanwhile, she replied me, being like, what? You were so hyped about the party and now you say you don't want to go just because you have a headache? And I was like, yeah, you know, you didn't even seem very enthusiastic, so I thought we better not go. And she started insisting, trying to convince me to go, but, you know, my decision was taken for good. I couldn't wait for that night to come, so... Um, nothing, there was nothing she could say that could make me change my mind. It's Halloween night. I get ready and wait for him and he said he has been, he had to stay at work for a little longer. He was super late and I was like, what is going on? Why is he not coming? Uh, then magically he comes because every time we were supposed to meet or do something for some reason, he was being late. There was something, some major force keeping him from being with me, basically. I don't know if it's because he had some regrets whatsoever, but I always also had to kind of insist and be like, come on, I'm waiting for you. Don't worry, I'm here. What Things like that, you know. Then he comes and we, we spend the night together and... It was so beautiful. Um, I enjoyed spending time with him. I felt so good being with him. And I just I just loved being with him. And I remember the next morning I was supposed to go to work at something like 10 a.m. But I stayed at his house something like until 7 a.m. And I just got back home then and because his girlfriend was supposed to come home. So before she came to his home, of course, um, I left. And uh, then I got home. I remember sleeping for something like two hours and then going to work. And I remember I met... Uh, my co-worker and she was like so how are you doing and I was like I'm just tired and exhausted and she was like oh is that is it still a headache and I was like yes I even remember uploading uploading a Facebook status the night before being like oh I have such a headache I'm now going to bed because I'm very tired and the truth is I was waiting for him to show up and spend the night together. Am I proud of this? Absolutely not. Was I proud of that in that moment? Absolutely not. But God, it made me feel so good. It made me feel good to the point that a small part of me hoped that he would feel the same about me. And I remember this one friend, my all-time trusted friend, I told her the very truth. Uh, after Halloween though and she told me the way he looked at me he had fire in his eyes he was really returning my feelings in her opinion and, and this really 
freaked me out because I was like, what am I going to do now? I mean, there is actually a possibility we could be together, but at the same time, I was like, I don't want to be the the one at his girlfriend's place right now because I'm pretty sure it would happen the same. This kind of people never change. So, you know, I had such a debate in my brain, but my heart and my soul, all they wanted was him. We actually met a couple times after Halloween. But the crazy thing is that I really made up this story, pretending that I was sick. I updated my social media status, uh, confirming my alibi of me being sick and going to bed early. And everybody thought that was what happened. But in the reality, I spent the night with him and it was... I was really mad at myself for that. But at the same time, I was feeling so good. And as I said, we did that a couple more times. And the very last time we did that, I remember it was a very rainy day. It was pouring rain. And at some point during the night, he started texting with his girlfriend. And I was like, uh, excuse me? Of course, I said nothing because, I mean, it was his girlfriend. But I was kind of upset by that behavior. And suddenly he was like... Listen, you have to go because she's coming home. So I was like, okay, but listen, it's pouring rain. I have 40 kilometers to drive home and it's going to take me forever. The day after, there was supposed to be a job meeting with all the co-workers and the bosses. So I basically had to do a lot of kilometers for no reason when I in my mind was picturing that maybe I could spend the night there and then drive to the meeting uh, like nothing happened how sick my brain was but yeah he told me I'm sorry she's just coming home so I told him I asked him but is she staying or is she just grabbing the thing she forgot and then going back because in that case I could eventually come back and he was like I don't know I'll let you know something so I found myself driving in the middle of the night. It was something like 4 a.m., pouring rain. And I was like, listen, it's pouring rain. What am I supposed to do? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was confused. I mean, and I was like, uh, is your girlfriend staying or can I come back? And I honestly hate to be that excessively present and invite myself but it was really raining a lot and I had 40 kilometers to drive home and I didn't really want to do it in the middle of the night in such weather conditions and he was like apparently she's saying I'm sorry and I should also stop messaging because otherwise she'll gonna she's gonna be getting suspicious and I was like okay I drove home and he was like send me a message when you're when you're home so I'm not gonna worry Alright, I got home, uh, it took me something like 15 minutes to get there because the, the weather was like horrible, as I said, and it was like 4am. I got there and I texted him, I'm home, and he was like, oh my gosh, that's so late. And I was like, yeah, you know, I live very far away and the weather was awful. And he was like, oh my gosh, I feel so sorry about that. I'm going to be messaging with you until you fall asleep because I'm feeling so guilty for what I did. And I was getting confused because, you know, before he was being like, 
I should stop messaging with you because I don't want her to get suspicious and now you're messaging with me because you're feeling guilty. You know, it was feeling very weird, but at the same time, I knew that something was happening. I could see that in his eyes when he, when we uh, left each other, that that was never gonna happen again. And in fact, that didn't happen again. But I remember being home, feeling so bad feeling so overwhelmed by so many feelings because I loved him. I All I wanted was to be with him and I couldn't. I couldn't because he had a girlfriend and this girlfriend was a mother to his children. So, you know, I couldn't just destroy a family for something that I knew it was never going to happen from the beginning. I kept telling myself, don't fall in love with this guy. Don't even do what she did with this guy but I couldn't control it because I was just so involved with him and and yes so I didn't know what to do I couldn't fall asleep because I was just being divorced by this craving of being with him and I started writing I started writing the letter where I was revealing my feelings for him and I told myself that if he was showing up to the meeting the day, the day after, then I'd give him the letter. But if, if he wasn't showing up, then I would throw it away. Then it's the next day. After like two hours sleep, I go to the meeting and he doesn't show up. I try to text him, ask him if, I want, if he wants me to say something for him since he is not showing up. And he doesn't reply. After the meeting ends, I still wait because I still hope that I can see him and he doesn't show up. He replies to my message something like three hours later saying that he he doesn't care about the meeting, so I should not worry. So, well, I didn't give him the letter and it took me something like six months to stop feeling like that for him and it was like so, so bad uh, because... If you have a borderline personality disorder, you really see relationship in a twisted way. And the way I fell in love with him, as I said, it was like the teenage infatuation, but with the adulthood freedom. So it was such a bad combo because I, all I saw was him. I was living for him. I was really completely forgetting about myself and my needs. And I was trying my best for him to fall in love with me. I was trying to be the most attractive. Whenever he was showing up at work, whenever I knew we had the same shift together, I would do my makeup a certain way. I would dress up a certain way because I wanted to look hot. I would put fragrance on, the best fragrance I ever owned, you know, the best makeup. I would try anything for him to notice me and return my feelings even though I knew it was not gonna happen and I hated myself for wishing that because I knew I couldn't destroy the family he had and at the same time I also knew I didn't want to be that girl waiting home not knowing where he was because that's the way his girlfriend felt all the time with him because she knew he had been unfaithful and she kept being afraid of him being unfaithful again. So I knew that if we ended up being a couple, then that would have happened to me. But at the same time, I kept hoping, as I said, I kept hoping that things 
could be different with us whatsoever. I couldn't just I couldn't just turn off that feeling. And I so wished there was an off button. You know, when you have a borderline personality disorder, you always end up having these uh, figures that you somehow find inspiring and you have these infatuations. And then from one day to another, you're like, why did I even like that person? You wake up and you realize that person is not for you. And I hope this would happen in that case as well. But that was not happening. I kept living in function of him. I remember showing up at work with my best outfit and makeup and whenever he changed shifts, of course he wouldn't tell me, hey, today we're not going to meet because we, we we are not even supposed to know what shifts other co-workers are making. So um, whenever he changed shifts, and I'm pretty sure he did that on purpose, by the way, because he wanted me to go away and stop being so obsessed with him. Uh, but whenever he changed shifts and I was I was finding out that I wasn't going to see him, I'd be like, why did I even waste my time making myself look so pretty and he's not even here? Why am I even here at work? I could call and get I could call and pretend I'm sick and just stay home. It doesn't even make sense for me to be here anymore. I would just feel so knocked out and it and it was so bad. But yeah, whatever. Um I just I only hoped that I could get tired of him like you get tired of a pair of shoes you always wanted and then you buy them, wear them for one season and you're like, okay, these shoes are old, I'm throwing in the in the, in the trash can. I was hoping that would happen the same and guess what? It didn't happen. Suddenly, though, I got injured in my knee again, so I had to take a break from work and that really helped me because by being away from him my feelings suddenly faded a little bit and i started seeing him for the person he was and what he was is a pretty face a hot body and somebody who knows how to work through insecurities to get the best out of them so to him i was just a sort a form of entertainment he had fun then he got tired and Get ri- got rid of me like he did with all the others and the crazy thing is that when his second child uh, came to life he started meeting another girl and basically the same happened he was infatuated at the beginning and then they met all the time and then uh, he got tired and he came to me asking me how can I make sure somebody doesn't want to see me anymore? How can I make somebody not like me anymore? And I was like, wow, so that's what you did with me. Okay. And I was like, listen, there is no way this can happen. You can only disappoint that person to the point that she's going to lose all the respect she had for you. And that's the only way you'd end up being free again I guess and I really realized that I was no exception to his um, companies you know I I 
hoped that he could fall in love with me and like me and be different but I knew that was not gonna happen and at the same time I knew as I said I didn't want to be the one he would cheat on I didn't want to have to deal with all those lies because I already was in a relationship when I had to deal with cheating and lies and it was awful so I wasn't ready to go through that again but a little part of me was still hoping that he would fall in love with me so deeply that he wouldn't need to cheat on me that wouldn't happen of course so yeah uh, I'm not proud of myself I'm not proud of what I did and I wasn't while it was happening and now that I that all the illusion faded I am even less proud of having been so innocent so stupid and but I am aware of the fact that the identity disorder I have the borderline personality disorder I have brings to this exactly this and the crazy thing is that the relationship I am in now is the most genuine beautiful and giving relationship I've ever been my entire life and sometimes I feel like I'm less involved just because of that because until before I would always always make sure I wouldn't exist and my only existence would be in function of that person in function of that person to fall in love with me and I would try to be what this person needed or wanted but that was not me but it was not something I would really realize it would just happen I would just do it and with the relationship I'm in now he loves me for who I am so there is no acting there is no research on being something different and that's probably why I feel like I'm less involved because I have more space to be myself so at the end of the day this is the relationship goals we should all aim for but I wasn't aware of that back then so yeah that's that's it you guys that's my Halloween crazy story it's not a scary story like spooky whatsoever but it just scares me that I had been so dumb and disrespectful to myself and I hope I will never have to do this again I really hope this story taught you something and I really hope you're not gonna judge me or hate me for this I'm fully aware that I made a mistake and I'm trying to learn I'm trying to grow and I'm trying to share this with you so you will not make this mistake or if you made this mistake okay we're human we make mistakes we move on we get better so I hope you will love the message behind this let's get better together if you like this podcast episode please give it a like give it a five star write a review share it do whatever the platform you're listening to it allows you to and until next time have a great rest of your day and happy halloween bye